Hey everybody, welcome to Into This Hustle, weekly presidential news. My name is Quinn Mitchell, and today I really want to talk about how I thought the candidates did. Did they get any attention? Did they just stay there? Because a lot of candidates uh, needed their breakout uh, momentum to get to the second debate. Like, I know, like, statistically, a lot of candidates put a lot of fundraising and money into the first debate and they just don't have the resources to make it to the second debate so i just want to talk about i mean will they make the second debate and how they did in general so let's get started um i think i'm gonna go down the list of speaking time so the first candidate that comes to mind here is mike pence he got 12 minutes and 37 seconds of speaking time the most out of any presidential candidate I think I I I actually think he lost his abortion argument to Nikki Haley. Um, that was proved statistically wrong by fact checkers, fact checkers uh, later on. But I also think he did way better than people gave him credit for. I mean, he was sharp on a lot of issues, and that's just not a people don't think uh, Pence is a sharp speaker and a sharp debater generally. Um, and I just thought that really interesting to see from Pence, just to see that attribute in him I haven't seen before. Um, and I definitely think he talked well for the most part, and I think he did it above average uh, for expectations. I think he actually went beyond expectations for him. So I think he had a good night. Um, now, Ramaswamy is second, so you can make a couple of different arguments for Ramaswamy. You can say he failed in his arguments um, against Nikki Haley. Um, you could say that. You could also say he like won his argument against Chris Christie when he talked about uh, Chris Christie said something like uh, against a vendetta, and then Ramaswamy pointed out that talking about Donald Trump in that way would be more plausible if your whole entire campaign wasn't based off a vendetta of one man. Um, I think that generally came across as a win for a lot of uh, Republican primary voters. Which I thought interesting. Um, a lot of people think he lost his debate against Nikki Haley, though, about foreign policy. I will give Nikki Haley credit for this. Um, she's generally dull in her speeches, but when it comes to foreign policy, she knows her stuff. She's very knowledgeable about it. I mean, of course, she'd be knowledge about that since she served in the UN under the Trump administration. But that was definitely very interesting to see. Um, so you could also make the argument for Ramaswamy. It was like he's he likes to make the it's, uh, the point that he's not an establishment politician. He's self-funding his campaign, so he doesn't have to rely on a lot of donors like DeSantis has. Like DeSantis' campaign is basically run by Never Back Down, his super PAC. Um, so Ramaswamy pointed out that pointed that out that he's not an establishment politician, um, and that might go well or not. But he did get attacked for the lack of experience. So it's going to be interesting to see how GOP primary voters take that. I mean, do they want an outsider like they got in 2016 with Donald Trump? Like, Donald Trump kind of broke the precedent of needing a lot of experience to run or be president of the United States. So definitely very interesting to see. Um, and I actually, he got attacked a lot. He was the most attacked person on that stage. A lot of people thought DeSantis would be the most attacked, but it was Ramaswamy. Um, and I think generally candidates view him as a threat, uh, a big threat. But it's actually interesting because he might be taking away more of the MAGA vote, which in his wording and messaging is just so unlike the other candidates that he, I think he has that unique way to do that, uh, which was definitely very interesting to see. So I thought Ramaswamy had a good night, but I think other people had a better night. Uh, that might be an unpopular opinion. Um, definitely the far right thought. 
Ramaswamy did the best, but when you start going a bit left from the far right, um, I think generally people thought Nikki Haley won. So let's go to Chris Christie. So Chris Christie, I had very high expectations for. Um, I don't think those very high expectations were met, but I think he had a good night. Um, and I was thinking about this, you know, and I was like, well, obviously Fox News isn't going to talk about the elephant in the room that much. I mean, they spent five minutes on him. Um, they didn't mention election denial at all. Uh, they mentioned January 6th. Um, Christie, a few notable points. Uh, he called Vivek Ramaswamy chat GBT. I'm not sure what that meant. Um, it could have been sound. I think he, what he meant by it is that he just sounded like the AI because his um, wording was just, just came out. Um, I don't know how to put this. <laughs> not a lot of people know what his chat GBT um, comment meant. I think I have an inclination of what that might mean. Um, I think. The chat GBT comment meant that his answers just came off so polished and so fine that he just, like, just memorized them. And actually, Ramasong made an interview, and this was with Hugh Kewitt, a conservative podcast host. He got this through this huge answer or something, this very in-depth answer, very good answer. And he said, oh, well, I learned this six months ago. So that will definitely tie into the experience argument a lot of these candidates made against Ramaswamy. Uh, so I think Chris had a good night, but it definitely, definitely from the left who wanted to see him attack Trump in the most vicious and harsh way. He didn't get the opportunity because A, Trump wasn't on that stage, and a lot of candidates just did not defend Trump as much as they were defending Trump on the trail, and he did not get the opportunity to do that that much. So I thought Chris had a good night, but he didn't meet the very high expectations or expected from him. I don't know if that was from his ability to do so, or that the Fox, Fox News just did not want a lot of arguments about Trump at all. Alright, next is Ron DeSantis. Um, I think Ron DeSantis, um, yeah, I'm actually going to be so bold to say that I think he went below expectations. It's not a good sign when you went into the debate saying everybody was going to attack you because you were such a threat to them, and that shows you're ahead. He got attacked none. He didn't get any of the, um, attacking arguments that other candidates were making. He didn't get any of those, and I think it really hurt him in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, I don't think DeSantis had a great night. Um, he also had the stone cold dead comment. He likes to describe slitting throats or getting them stone cold dead. Um, very interesting to see. Definitely, I think that was his most notable comment of the night. But generally, when you look at like debate moments, this or the most like notable debate moments, DeSantis is not going to be in there. And I feel like in today's debate stage, you really have to get in the arguments to get a boost out of the debate stage. So I don't think DeSantis had a great night. I think he did enough to keep his campaign afloat. Um, and maybe his advisors, advisors advised he needs to get into more of those attacks. You can also make the argument that DeSantis has taken the high road. I'm not too sure of that. But definitely some of his uh, people on Twitter are saying that he took the high road. So I don't know. It's pretty interesting. Uh, next is Nikki Haley. Um, I think she had the best night of all of them. Um, everybody except the far right thinks she had the best night. The far right thinks Ramaswamy had the best night. Everybody else likes Nikki Haley had the best night. I think she made some great arguments of Ramaswamy. She came off sounding really, really good. Um, her opening statement was the strongest of any of them. She attacked people for um, attacked people in the Trump administration for adding eight trillion dollars in national debt. Uh, Pence just did not know how to answer to that, and he kind of just dodged it a little bit. Uh, I think Nikki Haley had an amazing night. I think she will go up in the polls a lot. And, and I, it's very interesting to see because I actually went to this um, to the debate with the expectation she would not do well. Um, her speeches are very dull. She uses really canned lines like belly of the southeast and it's a great day in South Carolina. 
Um, she always had the same stump speech, and that's generally not a good sign for how they do in the debates in my experience. I didn't expect her to do that well, but there's one thing she knows really well. It's foreign policy, and that showed in the debates. All right, the next person is Tim Scott. Most of, most of the time in the debate, I was actually wondering where Tim Scott was. Because um, obviously in the debate, to get a boost out of the debate stage, you need to be in those arguments. And he kind of just gave his American Dream speech, just very usual lines we saw from the campaign trail. Um, um, I don't think he met expectations. I think he, he will stay afloat for the, ne the next debate. I think he will have to do better in the next debate to uh, stay afloat. So we'll have to see about Tim Scott. And then again... Uh, I think most people are wondering where he was. So Doug Burgum, this is a guy who tore his Achilles heel the night before. Um, has to be very unfortunate to go into the debate on a lot of painkillers and feeling terrible. And it obviously showed in his face and how he did on the debate stage. I thought it was unfortunate. I'm not going really to make really harsh criticism because obviously he has that reason for not uh, doing that well. All through, there's some people who think he did really well by taking the high road and just talking about American opportunity and what he envisions in America and talking about China. Um... That was definitely very interesting to see. It must be very stressful to spend all of that money, have all those billionaire donors behind you, um, and like offering $20 gift cards for debates. They spend millions and millions of dollars just to break your Achilles heel and still have to go to the debate. I don't think tonight, I don't think we should judge Bergham too harshly tonight. Uh, I think he actually did a fine job for breaking his Achilles heel. Um, I hope he stays afloat for the next debate. I think he will. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how he is the next debate when he's actually feeling well. And um, yeah, that's going to be that is going to be very interesting to see. Uh, Asa Hutchison got the least speaking time. Um, I think not a lot of people know who Asa Hutchison. He was an Arkansas governor, and I think Asa did fine. I mean, obviously, when you're going to make a Fourteenth Amendment comment about Trump not being eligible for office, because in the Constitution it states if any uh, political member the party um, does an insurrection or an act against the government, they are disqualified from being president of the United States. Made that comment. It's very debatable now. Um, he said some historical scholars said that, and I really believe him with that. Um, but unfortunately, in today's GOP party, it's just really hard to make any movement with a comment like that. And I think he's one of those candidates like Chris Christie, who the opposite party of his loves him more than his own party. I think he did fine, though. I think he took the high road on a lot of things. Uh, I think he talked about American opportunity. I really think he did fine. Um, I hope he'll make the next debate. I'm looking forward to seeing what he has to say. So, who won the debate? Nikki Haley. I think Nikki Haley won the debate. I think she did amazing. Um, we'll do second and thirds. I think second has to be Ramaswamy, just because he was talked about so much and really got a lot of name rag out of the debate, and people recognized what a threat he was. It doesn't really matter that you can make the argument that he got shut down a lot of arguments. Um, you can make the argument, you can make the argument opposite of the argument. Um, he just did well because he was attacked so, so much, and DeSantis was not at all. It was, it was a bad night for DeSantis. Oh, I'll do third and fourth because I think four of them did and kind of bad, and then four of them did fine and pretty good. Um, I think the third one I'll put is Christie. I think he did well. Um, he definitely, the moderators were set against him. I think he should have made more comments against the moderators because that UFO question was obviously just said against him to avoid him from speaking anything about Trump, I, in my opinion. Um, like, nobody else got a UFO question. That's just such a waste of a question. Also, I think Fox, um, they weren't even trying to hide, they didn't even try to hide their bias in the beginning of it. Um, and 
I really wonder how much time we'll spend on Trump if a network like CNN or MSNBC or NBC does a uh, debate with the GOP candidates. It's going to be really interesting how they spend their time on topics. Uh, I think that debate will be a lot more exciting than this one. This one was certainly exciting. I definitely enjoyed watching it. Um, but I think the next debate, which will have an opposite host, I mean, the next debate is hosted by Fox Business. That's not any different. It's going to be interesting to see what the next hosts are. So yeah, I think Christy did the third. I think he did fine. I think he did good. He didn't make it the very high expectations people had for him, but I don't really know if he had the opportunity to meet those really high expectations. One thing I think he should have done is when DeSantis was dodging the answer, Mike Pence did the right thing. Christy should have butted him and then called him out on it. That would have been a winning moment for him. I'm very confident. Um, instead, he complimented Mike Pence, which is not a bad thing. I actually think some people, you can actually make the argument that was the better thing to do. Uh, it's a better moral thing to do there. Um, because Pence doesn't get the credit he deserves, in my opinion. So I think Christy, um, I think Christy did a good job there. But I also feel like he would have gotten more points from me if he had, I think he could have shut down DeSantis really easily. But he might be recognizing that DeSantis is crashing and burning anyway. So he doesn't really have to make an effort into it. Because obviously if he attacked DeSantis really harshly, DeSantis could play it as they see me as a threat. The establishment sees me as a threat because I'm rising in the polls. Um, so he could play that, but I think Christy could have shut down DeSantis there. That was my only regret for Christy that night. Um, obviously, and Vivek got him. <laughs> I think Vivek got him with the uh, your campaign has him dead against one man line. I think I think Vivek got him there. But I think Christy did well. And the fourth person, I think, was Pence. I think Pence did really well. I think a lot of people had low expectations for him, but he showed a new side of him, some new attributes none of us saw, which I really like seeing. So yeah, um, if you want to know more about me, my website is cringejspecial.com or my Twitter is into the tussle. Uh, thank you for hearing my input. Thank you so much for listening to it. Um, if you want to just have a conversation about politics or policy or how the candidates do, I'm more than open to talking about that. I love having those conversations with people. So yeah, I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.